Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We are live! How are you, Matt? I'm all right, thanks, mate. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Lads to Dads. What, yet again, you've nearly finished the sentence and I've butted in. Just it's, Standard me. Well, it's standard <laughs> me. Bit of a bellend, really. But, Matt, how are you? I'm all right, thanks, mate. And I think we should just get straight into it today because you like went to a life. rave, didn't yes. you? You went to a rave. Well, um, it wasn't any sort. It was, I wasn't planning on going to a rave. So, basically... As we're flying in, like your sex life, um, I won't lube the listeners up. We'll just go nah, straight in. Dry. Raw. Yeah. Raw. <laughs> raw! Painful. Painfully and raw. <laughs> Painfully sore chat. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, my wife had booked these tickets to take the, take the kids to a superhero party, okay. which I, you know, at home she's telling me about it, but I was one minute I'm watching the football and listening. Comic and Con. I, no, no, no. It was like a, it was a superhero party. Which, from what I gather, was I thought it was like she was going out with her mates and their kids were all dressed up as superheroes. What actually had happened was it wasn't the superhero party planned with her and her mates. It was an actual event that she'd bought tickets for. So I'm working, um, and she said to me the day before, she said, I need you to be finished work by 3 o'clock. Um, well, I need you to meet me down at this place in, um, in Southsea in Portsmouth for this, this superheroes party. And I was like, what are you going on about him? She was like, you know, the, the, the tickets I've bought. They're running theatre, really looking forward to it. And in the morning, get them ready for the childminder. They were buzzing. They're like, Daddy, go to a superhero party, superhero party. So I'm thinking, oh, okay. It'll be like, you know, like a village hall. They're all dressed up. No way, Pedro. So parked up. Emily's reading out the information. I've got Fia and Ronnie in the back. I finished work early. I told the customers, like, look, I've got to go to a superhero party. I had to obviously let them know I've got kids. I don't want them to think I was a raving paedophile. No, of course. You know, pardon the pun there. Yeah. Raving paedophile. Right, ah! like it. Um, so, yeah, she um, she's reading me down. She's like, right, we've got to park here. Expect queues. And I was like, what? Queues for a little kid's party? Well, it wasn't a little kid's party, mate. So I'm walking up. I see all these other kids and their parents walking to the same venue where we're going. There's Iron Man. Well, there's the kids dressed as Iron Man, Hulk, Black Panther, Black Widow, Wonder Woman. And there was a big queue. But all I can hear in the distance is... And I was like, what is that? That will not go in there. Because it's near an arcade. And I thought, is that the arcade music? That music's going to ruin the party. Exactly. But it's not the arcade music. Right. The music, right, you could hear from a good hundred metres away... We were getting closer and closer and closer. It was like, it was like, like a big, it looked like Coca Cabana. You know, the big Coca Cabana hall. 
or like a, a big hall with a bar at the end, all neon like look like Tiger Tiger, right? If, if you could explain Coca Cabana, is that a, a, what, what is that? You know the now I know the song, but please do explain and elaborate on what <laughs> Coco Cabana <laughs> is. And I think I'm where is this? Early doors. No, up. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> right, no, I don't. No, please elaborate because you you said it looked like Coca Cabana. This place. I was just <laughs> hoping you glaze over it with me. <laughs> I'd open you like one of Ben's little no, things. No, no, please do it. Shit. <laughs> do elaborate on, like, the, on the on the on the uh, on the place Coco Cabana from that song um, <laughs> uh, by Barry Manilow. What does that look like, Ben? So now, <laughs> when I hear the song Coco Cabana, I was like, "What's it like? I've never been there." Yeah, no, but we no, don't. It's, it's like a but. It was like a so basically they greet you on the door, and there's some two old blokes, not old blokes, two men. Dressed up as like bouncers, right? <laughs> like tickets, please, tickets, please. Yeah. And the doors open, right? We've given a shout out. The doors open, mate, and it's kids. It's like I've walked into Saturday Night Tiger Tiger. It's fucking heaving. There is first thing I saw was a bloke holding two beers in his hand, dancing to Vindaloo, Vindaloo, Vindaloo. <laughs> I was like, Emma, we got the right place. They've got a bouncy castle in the corner. They've got a stage with like the Captain America thing on. Ronnie and Ronnie's dressed as Captain America. He's like oh, Captain America. And where did they hold this in a spoons? No, it's in like a like a venue. Oh, because when you're saying about like guys coming across, I'm imagining like a spoons. In no, Portsmouth. it's like a, it's like a nightclub room. Right. Okay. Like a Coco Cabana room. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so we're walking. We're walking in. We're trying to find a table. There's nowhere to sit. It's fucking heaving, heaving with kids and mums. And there's about eight dads. Yeah. All the dads are lagered up already. It's three o'clock on a Wednesday. Yeah. So. I'm thinking, oh, what are we going to do? This is a bit too noisy. I'm not prepared. I'm in my work gear. So out of nowhere, this like we're on the dance floor. Shock, I'm on the dance floor <laughs> with the kids. Um, Theo's like hugging his mum's leg, like too many people around. Ronnie's giving it stacks on my shoulders. And then um, all of a sudden, like this insane like Marvel music comes on. Yeah. And all the kids go quiet. And I'm thinking, what's going on here then? And then out of the out of the wings, because there's like it's like a there's like a stage right. out of the wings. There's a DJ on the stage, amazing, pulling in some tracks. Yeah, and um, out of, out of nowhere, fucking Captain, not Captain, what's her name, the woman one, Wonder, Wonder woman, woman, is on the stage. Oh, is it Ma- uh, Captain? Uh, no, it is Wonder, Wonder Woman. woman yeah. Just remembered, and um, black hair, like all the dads perked up. Then right, they're literally like, who's this then? Who's that? Yeah. Is that a... Is that the real one, is it? Yeah. Um, I noticed it, strictly being a fan of the Marvel sequel. It wasn't um, El Gadot. No. Um, so I was watching, and then she's come bouncing on. She's got the mic. She's like, are you guys ready to party? And I was like, <laughs> where the fuck are we? Yeah. My wife's there with her little, her little glass of Coke with a straw. I was like, and the dad's behind me clapping and like giving it giving it some serious wickeds, like drinking down. You know when you used to do straw pedos? Yeah. Pretty sure I saw a bird do a straw pedo. Blue wicked, yeah. <laughs> So she's like, you guys ready to meet some more superheroes? <laughs> I was like, go on. At this point, you're into it. And, right, yeah. and that's it. I mean, Ronnie's on my shoulders, <laughs> clapping. Iron Man. Iron Man. And then it was like, superhero time. Do you guys know Black Widow? And Ronnie's like, yeah. And this this woman's turned up. She, it's a serial killer. Uh, <laughs> she's un- unleashed all, all these. No, she's unleashed all these spiders. Yeah, all yeah. these kids are dying. <laughs> no, and um, so she's come on the stage. There's two. There's Wonder Woman, and then there's the Black Widow girl. And the Black Widow girl, she's got like auburny hair, long. Yeah, she's got the Black Widow outfit on, leather tight. Right. Yeah. Yet again, all the dads are thinking this is unreal, living the dream here. But they're putting on. They're not American, but they're putting on an American accent for the Marvel. Right. I can spot it a mile off. Yeah. You know, I'm like of accents. Yeah. 
was like, this is pathetic. Yeah. So they're like pretty much like doing, I had Ronnie on my shoulders, and they're doing these little games and that, and they're like, does anybody want to come onto the stage and dance with Wonder Woman and Black Widow? So it turned into one of those, like, where Rihanna gets the guy on yeah. the stage, and it's like yeah. Magic Mike. But it's for kids, right? right? Yeah. But I had Ronnie on my shoulders, and the girl, the late Ronnie's, she's like, what about you, Captain America? Is that your dad? Like, I've just picked up this strange kid yeah. on my shoulders. <laughs> And it's like, if you want to come on the stage, tap your dad on the head. And Ronnie's twatting me on the head. So I'm on the stage with black... I'm in my work Shock you is up there. <laughs> oh, do I have to? Bosh, straight up. Yeah. Get out of my fucking way, elbowing kids out of the way. It's my time. Yeah. So I'm up there. And um, they've pulled another couple of dads up. I was eyeing them up, thinking, well, we're dancing, mate. I'm going to show you a thing or two. Yeah. So they've got three dads up, me being one of them. And they're all dice. The you know the the what's the song that goes? Um, uh, <laughs> Go on, <It's, laughs> Go on. Let's test out them. Like clap your hands, oh, um, macho man. Yeah, and you know the, that one. Yeah. that fucking shit. Yeah, blacklist. So yeah. yeah, so we're doing all the actions with it. And I've got running on my shoulders, and there's just all these kids looking at me. They don't know the song. <laughs> and there's all the mums, right? And there's a couple of dads like dickhead, whatever. So I'm getting stuck in now, giving so it pure. On. I'll start twerking. Have you had to like like tense your muscles on the stage after all nah. that time in the gym? You've had to do macho men and yeah, all that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it got noticed. <laughs> First thing I said to him when I come off the stage, how does it look? Uh, like it was Mr. Olympia. Yeah. <laughs> giving it all the... <laughs> Usain Bolt, um, whatever it's called. Oh, what? the... the... <laughs> what's, that, what's that movie does? Well, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fast man on the planet. <laughs> I'm really quick. It's me. It's me. <laughs> quick back. So I'm dancing away, giving it stacks, and like I was taking it a bit too far. Um, and they were like, "Oh, everybody, clap the dad, say thank you very much, guys." And I just refused to get off the stage. And they were like, "Another, another round of applause!" Trying to get me off the stage. Like, let's hear it one more time for Captain America and his dad. So I got off the stage, and then they brought. Um, Black Panther out. Yeah. And they're like, are you guys ready for another? And the DJ's spinning beats in between. And I'm not just talking like Captain America song, Iron Man theme tune. He was spinning like, it was like a, like the, the playlist of Rise of the Foot Soldier. Right. <laughs> it was pure pumping acid house. Love Faithless was on. And stuff, yeah. And all these kids are on the bouncy castle and there's all these kids in there. So while we're off the stage now and I've gone, I've had a gut load, two up, lights are on me. Yeah. I know if I stay up there much longer, people are going to be asking for fucking like, autographs and stuff, knowing who I am, you know? Yeah. So I got off the stage, um, and then we went to... Emily was trying to get Theo involved, and she was like, mind you, it's loudness. So we're talking like, you know when you're in a club and you're like, do you want a drink? Like, it's that loud. Yeah. So another Subira has come out, and uh, Emily's trying to get Theo involved. And I was like, right, do you want your face painted? Because I did face paint. So Theo was like, no, 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 I don't want it. <laughs> Ronnie was like, yeah, I don't like Batman, Batman. Because you could do Batman or another other superhero. So Ronnie's on one chair getting it. And then the lady who was face painting, Emily, because she's midwife, delivered her baby. And she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. We're there and then at the party. At the party. <laughs> oh, I was just best at hands. I'll do it. Yeah. Women no, no. are good at multitasking. No, but, mate, while she was face painting, yeah. she had to stop face painting and she was breastfeeding at this party. But there's not, it's not like a little kid's part. I'm talking full on rave. It's like someone breastfeeding in Tiger Tiger. Whacked her tit out. Tit out, legs out, gash out, everything. Good for her. And I was, yeah, and Emily was like, yeah. 
<laughs> and I bet all the women were around the clapping. Yeah. You you whap out wherever you, you want. You need to. And I was like, if you need to, get it out. <laughs> yeah, all the blokes are like, go on, you feminism. Squeeze it into his mouth. <laughs> get him out. So she's like breastfeeding, and I was like, and Theo's like, I don't want it. And the lady goes after she, she pulled the baby off the tit. Yeah, give him back to the dad. And um, so I was like. Look, Daddy will pretend to get one done. She was like, "Why don't we pretend to get Daddy done?" Mm. And we'll get you. So I'm sat in the chair. You didn't pretend, did you? No, because I was sat in the chair. <laughs> yeah, and he wouldn't. She went to go near him with the brush, and yeah. he wouldn't do it. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, just do it on me." And I said to her, so, "Does it wash off?" Mm. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So she's done this fucking Spider-Man thing on I me saw the like first. that. It yeah, great. But she's finished on me, and fear was there like. No, I don't want it. So I looks like I've just gone and got my face painted at a kid's party. So a kid's rave. To be fair, I would. I would. And, and I did think, I was like, what would Matt do it? Yeah, I'd have took that opportunity to get a face painted. You would have gone like, you're just doing the corner of my face. Well, that's what got me, actually. And I didn't want to comment on it. I'm not one to criticise face painting. But, I mean, why did you just do the top corner of your eye? Time. Time. Right. Look, maybe she thought I had a big head. Yeah. Was it supposed oh, his to be fucking massive? Was it supposed to be like the skin's been ripped away I think underneath? So. I don't know. I didn't man. ask. I was too busy embarrassed. And there was a bloke. I swear he was taking a photo of me. He was there behind me. He had tattoos all down his hands. He's like, he's like me, just come from work. And I saw his phone go up, and he's like that. <laughs> Text his mates. Look at this mug. Look at this. Look at this muggy cunt. <laughs> look at this peed up this party. Wouldn't catch me doing that. No nah, wanker. <laughs> wanker. So I waited to him. Look at. Her. I kept staring at him with my cool like fucking Spider Man. <laughs> thing and he just walked off yeah and then managed to get theo sorted so i've said to him he's like oh um i'm nipping the toilet wipe it off mm. go into the toilets the fucking basins are out of order aren't they so yeah. i stuck my head down the toilet no i didn't <laughs> <laughs> no so i was like well this is me then i'm stuck with this yeah all the mums looking at me like i got some mums that were like <laughs> then i got some mums like fucking loser because <laughs> I was walking around like Emily was on the dance floor with Theo and I'm walking with Ronnie and vice versa. So they just thought I was like a bit of a weirdo, which they weren't far off. So we got ourselves a little drink and then like free candy floss and the tunes were banging. You know that video I sent you of us listening to, um, oh, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, um, it was full on crazy. Yeah. And then um, two the boys in the bouncy castle, right? Yeah. So Theo, Ronnie's what? He's three on Monday. And all these kids in the bounce castle, there's a tiny bounce castle. And Happy it's like, birthday, Ronnie. Happy birthday, son. <laughs> and it's like, it's chaotic. There's kids like nosebleeds, broken heads, and all that sort of shit. Mum's fucking pulling dead babies off the fucking, well, not dead, but like, pulling, pull, not pulling off. <laughs> right, okay, that's us cancelled again. Right, we're off. <laughs> Wanking um, off dead babies. Pulling, right, go on. Pulling them off the bouncy castle. And, um,. And then Ronnie's like, Daddy, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, Ron, they're, they're all a bit older than you. They're about five, six, seven. Um, and they're like, all pompy kids getting stuck in. Mm. Ronnie, fear wouldn't go on it. Ronnie, straight in there. Mm. Getting bashed all over the place, loving it. He was bouncing into the walls, bouncing into people. A little bit. I was stood by the, by the front of like, the bounce castle. Yeah, tear him on, mate. I was so proud of him. Well, I genuinely do believe this, and I want this on record now, that I think although Ronnie uh, feels maybe slightly more sensitive... Uh, in certain ways, I do believe one day something's going to happen, right? That's obviously, I hope it's not something horrific, but something's going to happen mm. that's just going to instill so much confidence in Ronnie, like, like I mean, in Theo, like, get his, get his head into a different mm. area, where not there's anything wrong. If he wants to be sensitive for the rest of his life, he's fine, but I do think one day it's going to happen, and it's going to come out, it's going to... Like, pull him out of something, and he's going to defend Ronnie in some mm. sort of way. And it's like, 
actually, yeah, that's my big brother. Like, looking at everyone's going to be like, oh, Ronnie's going to be doing all this yeah. heavy lifting and this, and even then one day, something's going to happen, gonna, yeah. and Fia's just going to step up and go, right, my time now. <laughs> just smash Daddy's home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the daddy now. Then he right. gets nicked. He's yeah. in jail. We'll go visit him. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. at this party, like, it was two hours, and I, I left the venue, right, with fucking Spider Man face paint. Um, the boys were pumping. They were yeah. loving it. Theo, the last hour, 45 minutes, was like breakdancing on the floor because it's like a hard, hard floor. Yeah. It, I say breakdancing. He was sliding around. Basically, looked like, you know, when a dog scratches his ass across the floor. Yeah. He was doing all that shit. Right. And like, they were just spinning on the steps, throwing, throwing popcorn at people. And in the corner, mm. when we were leaving, there was just this elderly couple. They must have been 70, but they weren't with anyone. They had no children. I thought, oh, they were with their grandkids. And I kept watching and I was like, they're on their fucking own here. Got to keep an eye out for people huge, like that. Huge Marvel fans. Right. The, the best thing, mate, which I forgot to tell you, yeah. was I'm getting ready to wrap up. Not... <laughs> yeah, again. So, yeah, again. So I'm now putting, you, you've been to the toilet. Well, you've put a, quid, put a quid in the machine and you're ready to, <laughs> ready for action. Put a quid. Christ, three, three pound now. Yeah. Ah, so I've been told. Yeah. But yeah, so we're getting ready to wrap it up and leave. And um, this... Wonder Woman, who's given it on the stage, like she's obviously failed her career, and she's like, "This is her moment to shine." If you can't do, she's bouncing teach. up and down on the yeah. stage, and like I could see in the crowd, there's all the males' heads up and down, up and, down. <laughs> and um, she was in good nick, give her that. Yeah, but she was like, she'd be that girl that's like fucking annoying. <laughs> I love. <laughs> What was that? I love it when people refer to women as like cars <laughs> or like a like so, like a lawnmower that's just you've had for years. She's a good nook. So, like she's, so quickly went over and kicked her in the shins. A few more miles left quickly on it. Kicked her in the shins. She was all right. Yeah. And um, but like she's <laughs> she's just like you could imagine, mate. She's so fucking annoying. Yeah. Like she, every the other Bouncy. superhero. Yeah, there was two microphones, but the other superhero. Um, Black Widow was the second one to come on. They had both the mics, but she couldn't get a word in edgeways because Wonder Woman was giving it. Mm. It's like when we go out and someone tries to talk in between us, talk to them. It's like they got ain't got nowhere to go, have they? No. So she's giving it like, right, guys, are you guys ready for the main event? Hulk comes out, yeah. which is just a bloke green with a Hulk mask. No muscles. Could have used me. Right. Um, Didn't and- even have a muscle suit on or anything. No. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's green, but then they had, so they'd gone like, funding must have like been cut for the, this main event. They had a fucking foam gun. They were foaming the crowd. Amazing. A foam party. Swear yeah. down. The kids like, ah! and then Bumblebee just turned up. You know Bumblebee from Transformers. Oh yeah, the yellow thing. Yeah, just started strutting about on the dance floor. The big robot one. Love that. Not the actual Bumblebee, uh-huh. but a guy in a costume that would looked had all the ro- like the light up eyes, the neons, and all that. It looked like Bumblebee. Yeah. And then she's just fucking foaming all these kids, and I was like. M, an hour and a half ago, I was fitting a toilet. Yeah. I'm in a kid's phone party. What's going on? You must have used... I mean, I would have used that opportunity to... I mean, it's been hard to get away and stuff, and we're not at that stage anymore. I would have used that opportunity to pretend I was in a for somewhere on a, yeah. on a boat party. Mate, Emily, right? She had a... Because it was a kid's party, you weren't going to drink, but she had a little Coke and a, and a Pepsi mm-hmm. and uh, with a straw. And she was loving it. She was throwing up little... Yeah. Little, you know, like... Yeah. You know, like, they think they're cool, but she's like... <laughs> I was like, Christ, Em, give it a But it's proper. it was a proper, not what I expected, and probably one of the best kids' parties I've ever been to. Did Emily have, because this is how you know where Amanda was at, when she was doing the dancing, did she have a face, or did she have a like really serious, like she's no, really she giving was it all face. smiles because it was kids. Right. Because, you know, as you get older, you lose your dance rhythm, don't you? You do. And I think hers has gone. I remember when we first got together, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, we, we, you, you know, I can move a little bit. I can't move anymore. No. We should drop it like it's hot. Yeah. It, it is like weird it. when you try and dance and then you're like... Like ghost fucking the floor. Do you remember all that? And I'm like banging your hand on the floor and Mike, you know. <laughs> One that I like to pull out quite a lot. Um... <laughs> One that I like to pull out a lot and is the gay wrist. It is. No, it's worse than the gay wrist. It, it, it's sort of... Um, it's something that, that never fills in your head, but always fills in real life. That's if there's some like R and B music on. I like to pretend I'm reversing the yes. car. Yes, and 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 in your head you're like, and do you do the thing where you actually look behind you? <laughs> no, always. <laughs> actually, I just back on up into whatever I hit. But um, so imagine right that night, right? Yeah. The music cuts. Yeah. And you no, imagine you're at a silent disco, <laughs> yeah, and you're doing that and move. Someone walks in who hasn't got their headphones on yet, <laughs> and you're just yeah. That that's the thing, right? Is all dance moves they need the music to go along with 100%. it. If you're just this, and I need the silence. If you're just doing this, they think that I ain't coming in here. 
They're like, this cunt's cleaning that, windows. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> what is that guy doing? He's reversing a Vauxhall Astra. Is he doing his driving test? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in my head, I'm a little wound. Like, I'm just... Oi, you're having a great time. Yeah. yeah. It's like me with a sprinkler. The, if the music went off... You can't be. That's what I was going to say. When you go up on the stage, I'm surprised you didn't do this. Mate, I had Ronnie on my shoulders. He wouldn't let me put him down. But yeah, no, it was um, it was crazy. And then we left, and like, you know, when you leave, and like the doorman go, "Have, have a take care, get home safe." You know what I mean? Like, that's what they were saying to us. And right. I was like, it's five o'clock on a Wednesday. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. Yeah, get tonight. home safe. Yeah. Get home safe. <laughs> well, I was like, fuck it out. But no, it was it was crazy. And the best thing about it was this morning I dropped the boys off at the childminder and. The, burst through the door and they were like we went to a superhero party like they loved it so yeah. that was talking about having a bit bit to drink um i i actually just wanted to talk about the difference between men and women when they when they do have a bit too much to drink and they've got yeah. a phone in their hand yeah um i think there's a sort of there is a, a higher likelihood maybe and i might be just being sexist here but there is a Sorry, higher yeah. likelihood of Women maybe texting their ex, sending text messages they don't really wish they'd not send. Yeah, uh, yeah. getting a bit emotional, doing all this that. Men on the other end, I don't know if you're the same, but I've noticed my issue is um, social media. When I've had a drink, like the other night, I was on the train back home from London. Yeah, I'd had a couple of bevies, bevies, and uh, I um, yeah, I ended up on on social media. And I do it all the time. <clears throat> the stuff that I keep inside because of all this like culture on the internet, and you don't want to be a troll and everything mm. else. Like that it seems to sort of come out when I've had a drink. Like for example, there was a there was a video the other day, and um, it was like a, a family, mm-hmm. and they were like, "When you're trying for a tall daughter or something like that," and both parents were really tall. Mm. It's like first daughter, and she was really like normal size then another one just slightly taller then another one just slightly taller then another one just slightly taller four kids and then another one and she was about seven foot right and they were like we finally did it so i like commented underneath it very experience very expensive experiment um I bet your wife's gash ruined, right? <laughs> and I just, I don't know why I do it. Were you drunk? Yeah, because I'd had a drink. And then the next morning, I have to wade through the Karens, like, coming into what you've said. Yeah, like, you're disgusting. Uh, maybe they want kids. Maybe they want to do this. Maybe oh, they it's to... a joke, you wankers. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Comment now. It's a joke, you wankers. <laughs> yeah. So then, and then I just, I, I always find myself doing it. Just, just sort of going in. Mate, I told, on people. I told, like you said, when you met, you know, you like women normally like text their ex or text another man. I text Emily when I was pissed when we first got out, told her I loved her. Yeah. And I, I was like a month in and I was slotted. I was proper pissed. So when she says to people, do you remember the first time Ben told you he loved you? Yeah, it's, text her. Ben was drunk and he texted Yeah, but she doesn't think I was drunk. Right, okay. She doesn't have Because it, <laughs> yeah. it was like 1pm 1 1 on a Tuesday. Yeah. Just but to no, let you know, this isn't just a chat between us. This is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, so I, I, you know, I turned into a bird and messaged, um, I turned into a bird, didn't I? <laughs> and uh, I messaged her. Yeah. Because, you know, but like you said, like, when they get drunk, you see them all the time when they're, they're out normally like, I used to go down, when we used to go out in Portsmouth, you'd see them all in like, they're in Ken's Chicken getting some chicken, but they're all on their texts trying to get a yeah. little, little, little free lift home with a little blosser. <laughs> Just <laughs> handing out blossers. <laughs> if I was a girl, would you hand them out? 
What, a blozer? Yeah, just hand them out. I'd be, I'd be noshing off left, right, and centre, <laughs> to be fair. Come in the toilet. Come in the toilet. Well, I want to do I'll it again. I'll just nosh you. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'll just nosh you for Let's fun. Do, <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of anything worse. No. Nah. Imagine that. I could think of things worse. A actually. lot worse, but... Yeah. Cancer or, like, yeah, AIDS or... it's a lot worse. Yeah. You, you've been invaded by Russia, just... Oh, pardon the pun. Oh. <laughs> but, moving on from my uh, exquisite children, children's rave... Yeah. Um, you've had a not-so-pleasant experience over this weekend, have you? Well, I mean, I've just had quite a just just a difficult weekend. It's been, it's just been, I don't know. There's been a lot of bother going on between sort of other parties and mm. everything else like that, and it's things have just been made difficult left, right, and centre. Yeah, and then you've got all that stress, and then I mean, every time you rang me, all you could hear was Autumn screaming in the background, mm-hmm. couldn't you? Like. She just screams her head off, but it's it's my own doing actually. Like a couple of the times, it's all because of um, there's this Hatchimals game on the phone, and I don't usually like her to do much screen time or anything mm. else like that. But at the same time, I do in ways because we live in the twenty first century. That's what it's about now, isn't it? Yeah, it's all screens. It's just stupid. It is really stupid to turn around and go. It's like. It's like in the old, like when computers very first came about, and turn around, and go, do, do not teach your kids how to like do only give them half an hour, yeah, or, or TV or anything else. I get TV. That's I think where it sits, right, and that's where it's a bit like messed up because people put c- computers and phones in the same category as TV. Like back in the day, when the one like the internet and a huge library in, in your palm of your hand, mm. like the biggest library ever created, people saw like TV. As a as a bad thing compared to books, so it's like don't sit them in front of the TV because their eyes have got square and all the other stuff. Yeah, but <clears throat> that's different because books teach you things and TV does in a way, but mainly books are good for reading, learning to read, doing all stuff like that. Computers, they like now there's a thing down the road from me where they teach kids how to code and yeah. how to do all the other stuff. That's going to be the future, knowing technology. Yeah. It's different to TV. So, yeah, I don't mind her going out a little bit, but I do still try and keep her off it so that she can learn to be creative and do yeah. things. Well, outright. it's crafty, isn't she? She's crafty, yeah, and I like her to do learn physical stuff. Um, she's a crafty little bastard. She's a crafty, <laughs> sneaky little. So <laughs> she's, um, yeah, and I got her on this Hatchimals game. Mm-hmm. Um, now she's absolutely obsessed with it. I want mini games, I want to do these, but you have to gain enough to get eggs and then yeah. hatch the eggs and stuff. And, um, yeah, she's just constantly screaming that she wants this now and she wants to do that now. And wants... So I've had to sort of, I'm lucky in a way because she's at her mum's now for a week and hopefully it'll wean her off it a little bit and then it won't be such an intense, like, addiction. Hot, like you say, because <clears throat> you're a single dad, you haven't got help from anyone else? Nah, and, like, obviously our gran- grandmas and grandparents, they're miles and miles away so when it all kicks off i'm not just talking about the phone obviously there's there's all sorts of stuff she's you know sometimes she has a bit of toilet troubles and things <laughs> like that and i mean when we went to not to embarrass her i don't want to talk she about shit too herself much. <laughs> she, yeah she's and then you're there and you're like well no it's what twice oh, in one day wasn't it yeah, she, she weed herself at the then. um at the thing and then she put herself at the at the thing cool i shouldn't start talk, talk about that but she's only very very little like we've all done it yeah, she's I, four. I did it in slug and lettuce you did it in slug and lettuce <laughs> um, when you're about 22 yeah so it's but it was sort of like that day for example it's like right we're at the 
she keeps it held in for ages and ages and ages yeah. until it's the last minute. And you won't notice, but I've started to notice, like, she's munging around. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, no, how do I do this? We're at the... So I had to take her to the toilet, wash her down in the toilet, then yeah. wrap her in something and take her to the car where I had, some, luckily, some spare clothes. Yeah. And then we finally got back to you and playtime was almost over, wasn't it, at the yeah. soft play. Then later on in the day, we went to the cinema. We were waiting about 20 minutes in the queue at the cinema. All of a sudden, she just went, oh, daddy, daddy, daddy. And I was like... I know instantly that, that it's happening. Yeah. And I'm like, no, but you have to go through past the people who take your tickets to get to the to the toilet. So in the end, I literally just launched some popcorn at them that we'd got. And I was like, well, you're going to have to have this. Like, <laughs> took it. And but that's the thing. Like, there's no reasoning. So, like, when I rung you this week and, like, I could tell something was up. And it's, but as well, it's like, how many people are going through the same? I kept saying to you, I was like, you're not the only one going through this, mate. It is yeah. hard. And, You've just got to, you know, this moment shall pass, but you've just, and then, you know, she's four. It's like, it's not easy. But the thing is, you're not, pre- well, you are prepared to a certain extent, but you know, every day something different. Like, you don't expect them to go and, like, have an accident at the cinema or twice all, in a day. All, all it is is sleep. For me, like, I know I have to remember that Autumn's going through things as well. It's not just me. She's mm. going through it. It's embarrassing for her. It's hard yeah. for her. It's all the other stuff. But there's also. I've realised, it's just sleep. Like, when you rang me the other day, I was so stressed, and it was only because I'm having real trouble getting to sleep late on the night, and Autumn wakes up really early. Mm. I have trouble getting Autumn to sleep until, like, about 10, like, half nine, ten o'clock, and then she gets up at seven. And then I I get a, I do a little bit of um, revenge. It's called, oh, it's called revenge wake, you know, something like that. But basically, it means... Where you feel like all your night has been taken up by putting into bed, doing all the other stuff, you try and get a couple of hours for yourself to, you know, just do what you want to do, which is like the scrolling through stuff and just doing watching something on TV. Before you know it, it's like half twelve, one o'clock, mm-hmm. and then she'll be up in six hours time, five hours time. Yeah, and like the day you rang me, I had editing to do and all this other stuff. I couldn't get to, well. I didn't get to sleep till about quarter to two, so in bed at quarter to two, and then it was two o'clock by the time I got to sleep. And she's up bang at seven o'clock. So I was like five hours sleep or whatever. And then it makes you like not as strong in your head, does it, to, no. to do stuff? You start to think as well. You start to like question yourself. You know, like, oh, is this, what am I doing? Should I even be bothered? You start to like, it's a, men- it's a mental, it's an impact mentally, isn't it? Yeah. And you, you do, you do start to think, I know it sounds selfish in a way, but you do start to think, God, I wish I had like, I wish I had a wife or a girlfriend sometimes that, like, we could share the responsibilities on stuff, like the house and things like that. I'm, I keep it as tidy as I can when I'm doing and I do keep it reasonably tidy, but when you've got, like, obviously you, you don't have to week, and then you've got other stuff going on, then yeah. you're trying to look for work, because I'm a contractor, so there's, at the moment there's no work coming in, trying to do all these other stuff, then the editing, the podcast, the... You don't, you don't get a moment's rest, do you? No, and then you've got to try and... Do all the house on your own, and then the kids and things. And I sound like I'm whinging, but and it's you know same for a lot of single parents. But yeah. it is hard. It is hard doing stuff. And that's the thing. Like a single, like not just single dads, single mums as well. Like, yeah, you take your hat off to them. Like you know, I'm very fortunate in the fact of where like, I don't give a shit about my kids. So <laughs> yeah. no, but I'm I'm only joking. I don't. You know, I'm fortunate. Like I work in the day, and then. I come home and I spend two, three hours. You probably spend more time a year with Autumn than I do with my boys. Because I see, I'll get in at like five, six, an hour, 
before they go to bed or see him in the morning for an hour or so before. So I'll probably see him about two, three hours a day at the most. Well, this is what I've tried to explain to, to her mum because she's like, well, you've chosen a job where you work away for, you know, like four weeks at a time or whatever. But I don't ever get consistently six months of work. And yeah. luckily it's, it pays enough to sort of do... Yeah, you know, you're a big time baller. Do I, no, we do. do I no, can everyone listen, all right? He's got a few quid. <laughs> I, I can supplement it in a way, which, so it works, and that's why I choose this job because yeah. it gives me enough time to spend it. Flexibility, home isn't it? And flexibility, and everything else. But it's like it doesn't. Um, like you say, if I was working a nine to five, especially if we were like I'm a single dad, then all I would really see autumn because it every other weekend, every other weekend, and so I'd see a sort of t- two, three days. Every fortnight, whereas this way you'd see her probably one, two, three. You'd see her four days a month. Four days a month. That's mental. It's isn't it? horrendous. Whereas this way, God, oh, I couldn't think of that. That'd be horrible. No, so that's why I'm, I'm sort of stuck with well, stick with this job yeah. because it means that until we make it big, yeah, till the podcast kicks off. So if you guys don't mind liking and subscribing, <laughs> we can actually make a few quid because this is wearing thin now. <laughs> Just put your fucking finger on that button <laughs> and press the button. All right. I'll tell you what, though. No, you're saying that honestly. Joking aside, it helps so much when people. Subscribe or comment on yeah. the video. Comment, I'll comment back. Got nothing else to do. We should, we should say, look, just whatever you, whatever your thoughts on what we're saying. Yeah, I, just write it underneath yeah. this video if it's I on YouTube. Hit, you know, there's other single dads out there, or even single mums listening. Can you relate to like what Matt's going through? And like, have you got any like tactics or little little things to help you? You know, you know, you like say struggling with sleeping or. In the day, you do struggle with like staying consistent on one thing because you're you've yeah. got a little bit of dyspraxia and you've got a mild form of Down syndrome. <laughs> but you, no, I'm joking. But like you, you know, how do how do maybe someone who's going through the same thing has got like some little tactics to help you? Or yeah, because even, even not just you in general. That's the thing. It's like ten percent. Yeah, it's about helping our viewers on YouTube, but. 90% is we want like a community of yeah, people that and can talk and we can all this, talk and we can this podcast come from it you know it's come from tragedy isn't it it's come well, from a struggle yeah it has and and i know that it, you know it helps if other people are shouting and talking and listening mm. and we can all be in it as a uh, we could uh, be in it t- together yeah that's it um what a fucking cracking episode <laughs> <laughs> Well, mate, I think that wraps this episode up. It does wrap this episode up, mate. It's been a very... It's been a pleasure, if anything. As always. I hope you've enjoyed my rave story, um, your crazy weekend with the daughter, um, and um, just, you know, living the dream. Yeah. Thank you very much, Matt. I've been Ben. And I've been Matt Mercury. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.